Welcome to episode 50 of Gears and Beers, a show where three regular guys have regular conversations about guns, gear, and gun industry news. Tonight, we're talking about a new primer manufacturer in the industry, a bolt gun from Aero Precision, the Fox Unit non-semi-auto AR, and is the ATF totally bullshitting us? Our panel tonight, our very own Brandon Herrera, look-alike Mr. Andrew Johnson, along with <laughs> Sam, the owner of Shyworks, Iowa's preferred Cerakote applicator, and I am your host, regular, everyday, normal motherfucker, Box. This show is brought to you by Shyworks. Sam, what's been going on over at Shyworks? Oh, just lots of lots of pain guns. Uh, if you're not familiar with us, that's what we do. We are Iowa's customer preferred Cerakote applicator. Uh, we take your take your idea of how you want your gun to gun to look, and we make it a reality. Whether that's just a uh, sim- simple single color, um, or something crazy like camo, or a theme build, you know, flags, anything you want, we can we can pretty much make it happen. So check us out at shyworks.com. Also, you can use coupon code LSLF10, and you get 10% off everything in your cart. That's anything from lasered magazines to Glock backplace. Uh, mag bases, patches, uh, all sorts of all sorts of cool stuff over there. So use coupon code LSLF10 and get you 10% off. Absolutely. We are also brought to you by Ballistic Imagery, photography, photography and videography. Hard-hitting imagery making an impact on your company. Find them on Facebook and BallisticImagery.com. And that's it for formalities, folks. I can't believe I got through all that without actually like stuttering a hundred fucking times a new introduction mm-hmm. and i got it on the first try guys yeah that's 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 pretty surprising personally yeah. i like the capitalist pigs that you were going with for for the last few weeks yeah yeah i that i that wasn't supposed to be a permanent thing that was just supposed to be <laughs> like a one or two time deal it's gonna come up with something clever every time but i'm not clever enough to do that uh yeah i hear you i hear you you know what? Uh, what's that? You were going to ask what we were drinking, aren't you? Yeah. Mm. I was. I wasn't going to say what I was drinking, but I was just. I've been thinking. I've, I mentioned. I think I mentioned on the podcast. Um, I'm a coffee mug kind of guy now. For some You're reason, kind of just, a dandy. <laughs> it, I just feel so sophisticated drinking out of a, a coffee cup. For some reason, I don't know why. It's so much nicer than drinking out of one of the drinking out of cups being a bitch <laughs> is it just so people don't ask if you're drinking whiskey at seven in the morning <laughs> like no you just drink out of coffee cups all the time so nobody's suspicious when you have booze in the morning <laughs> well i don't leave my house anyways <laughs> i could drink straight out of a fucking bottle if i want to <laughs> just in case a ups guy happens to stop by in the morning <laughs> right <laughs> no i don't know there's just something about a coffee cup we like having a little handle there I feel important. Uh, I, I feel you. I, I maybe can understand you need, that. Maybe you need a stein. Or or a, a Viking horn. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Or I think Moody's got one of those somewhere. <laughs> you got any enemies? You're supposed to drink from the skulls of your enemies, so. Mm, I'm sure I probably do, but I don't know who they are. <laughs> Hello, Michael. How are you this fine evening? Anyone else in here? Not no, that Michael isn't enough. It's pretty slow in here. 
Yeah, if you guys us... are here, if you guys are here, say hey. Yeah, let me know oh, if there's like hey. any issues with the audio as well. So I got new headphones and it's a real pain in the ass. They're wireless. So I had to change everything just to get these fucking things to work. So if something's off. What'd you, what'd you get? What kind? So they're like anchor. Uh, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. They're, they're wireless guys- though. So I can dance around and stuff. <laughs> That's pretty fancy. I was thinking of getting some of those, but I just haven't got around to it. So you never actually answered the question. What did you say what you were drinking? Coffee. <laughs> no, you're not. It's straight whiskey. That's <laughs> just Actually, the usual. Wait, let seven, me guess. Seven. seven and seven. Yeah, yeah. The usual. I got, the, I got the boring. I'm just. I usually drink whiskey on here the last few weeks, but I just got the got the bush latte tonight. Johnson, how about you? You got anything? Straight vodka. Nice. Wow, that's a big <laughs> glass too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really putting it down. We we switch tonight. Normally, you're drinking the beer, and I'm drinking the whiskey. I'm. We didn't switch because I'm drinking water. <laughs> oh well, that's boring. <laughs> you thought he See, actually had a full, a, like a full glass of vodka? Yeah, this is just tequila. You know? I didn't <laughs> see. I didn't see how full it was. Mm. Are you sick or something? No. Mm, just you don't just feel behaving? like enough. Yeah, just really wasn't feeling a beer. Mm. All right. I guess we this will, is we won't, gears uh, beer and beers, Johnson. <laughs> well, I mean, I can get one if it would make <laughs> you guys happier, but yeah, I'll let it slide this time. Not much. Beer pressure. Beer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll be doing I suppose... cocaine by the end of the show. <laughs> you got cocaine? <laughs> as long as you can drive out here before the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh that's 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 something else I was going to mention too. I seem to drink faster. I'm more like apt. I'm like I just want to pick up my cup and drink out of it. So I find myself <laughs> drinking far more frequently than I do out of a normal glass. I don't. Uh, I, I don't know. Coffee mugs just do something to me. I guess. Have you seen those? Uh, have you seen those uh, like electric coffee mugs? They keep your they keep your coffee hot. No, well, they're just and, like. And a... Hear me out. Hear me. Hear me out on this. They're they're kind of sweet, but people are like Johnson's thinking. Well, why don't you just use one of those fucking Yeti tumblers? Well, because there's just something about drinking coffee out of an open, an open cup, you know. So you get those. You get the the. You know, takes the lid out. off your Yeti. Well, yeah, but then it goes cold. You got to take it off and put it on every fucking time. No, no, no. Here's the thing, Sam. If you're a true American, first of all, you drink your coffee fast enough that it's not going to get cold in there. Second of all, we've already had this discussion on even if it's in an insulated mug, like a Yeti or a tumbler like that, you literally have to leave the lid off of it and set it down for a half an hour for it to even be at a temperature where you can possibly let it touch your mouth because that's it's so true. fucking hot that's not true i use a, i use one of those tumbler style coffee mugs every single morning and if you leave the lid off i come all the way out here in the shop and by the time like you know before before i get half done with it it's cold if i leave the top off 
It's because it's taking you 40 minutes to drink a cup of yes. coffee. Yes, exactly. Because I'm that's no fault but your own. Well, You're just bad at drinking coffee. <laughs> Probably, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I with my dandy blend, <laughs> my it, I find it it's He's cool. Kind of a dandy. <laughs> It, I find it's it's getting cold by the time I'm done f- done with it. Like I I want to drink it slow. I want to like I get up in the morning and I sit over there in front of my big old window and I just want to stare at it and sip on stare my at the on neighbors. my stare at my yeah sip on my dandy blend for a good forty five minutes. You are going to be a wonderful old man. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm well on I'm my way. The practice in early. <laughs> All I need is a lawn I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, I don't know. But at at that point, Sam, why don't you just put the lid on once it gets to the desired temperature? Yeah, I I, I do. But I just I just like leaving it off because I'm I'm an electric cup. Like, I so, well, I, I got I'm one more gonna, thing you got to fucking charge. I know. I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> you know? They're fucking ridiculously expensive, but I just find them interesting. Surely, huh. I bet it doesn't. You have to recharge it probably like every day or two. Because I mean, oh, well, there's, like a little, there's like a little coaster thing that you set it on to recharge it. So I assume. Oh, wireless just, charging. Okay. That would be, that wouldn't be so bad. Yeah, that's but a little bit. That would also never work for me because I my coffee cups get I got three here, two at work, four in the truck, got thermoses by the sink. I got they're just they're everywhere. See, I'm a I'm like a one or two cup kind of guy. Oh no. See, it. like I even got one right here. This, you know, mm. sitting next to me. I oh, only I only own one. Surprisingly, that's the only one that's by me. Usually, I got two or three sitting on my desk here. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, that turned into a much longer conversation about coffee cups than I, than I intended. <laughs> do you like All my right. coffee cup? Did you see that? It is. I, I do. I like that. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh-huh. Nice, big. It holds like 16 ounces. She's a serious... I mean, the yeah. scale of my hand on that thing. She's a serious unit. Hell yeah. That's what she said. Ask Pro Shops. <laughs> Pick that unit up. Uh, well, guys, should we like actually talk about something relevant? We to probably should. What I we're mean, here for? If you want to, <laughs> we probably. Should. Well, have you guys heard about? First up. In the news this evening, I think we all are pretty aware of the lack of ammunition components that have been happening for the last two years, but there is now a new primer manufacturer in the, uh, in the industry instead of, I mean, there's only like what, three now, I mean, not little companies, but three larger, uh, uh, owners like Vista Outdoors is one of the the large ones. From what I can tell, it's two. There's Olin, which runs uh, Winchester or like owns Winchester. And then the Vista Outdoors, which does Federal, Remington, and CCI. Yeah, okay. Well, now there is Expansion Industries out of Carrollton, Texas. They have bought and are renovating the old Lone Star Army ammunition plant 
outside of <laughs> Texarkana, Texas. They say there will be $100 million that's going to be invested in this. They're going to specialize in production of primers, which will be hopefully a big help. They're already hiring, and they intend to employ 400 people by 2023 and be up and running by that point, so not too far off. I mean, they so, they, ha- they just held a job fair, I think, on the 26th of January, too, so they're they're working on it. And and that hundred million dollars is what they've already invested in it so far. That's not I, even going to be their total investment. No, no, I, I that that's how that article. I know what one you're talking about too. But then I went to their, I went directly to Expansion Industries, and they said that was okay. a mis that was a misquote. So okay. their total of hundred million dollars will be invested in this. Will be invested. Okay. Yeah, I and saw that same so thing, this, and I thought that was a lot. This other thing says uh, they aim to be up and running in the first few months of this year. So they're gonna are they gonna try and start production in twenty twenty two and then be at full capacity Ooh. by twenty twenty three? That I don't know. I didn't see that. At the very end of this article, um. It's basically saying, kind of explaining where their facility is and how it was set up for this. Um, So we've had our people in there getting it ready for a modern manufacturing facility. We aim to be up and running in the first few months of this year. Intend to employ up to 400 employees by 2023 and have already started employee recruitment efforts. So Hmm, maybe. I, mean, I wonder. That... Yeah, it's what's only the, gonna what's, help. What's the name of what's the, the name of the outfit gonna be? Ex- Expansion Industries is who's doing it. They're already they already manufacture ammunition down there, right? Out of like hooks or something like that. I don't remember exactly where. Somewhere around Texas. Oh yeah, Carrollton, Texas. Duh. <laughs> that I said before, but yeah, they have expansion expansion ammunition is their ammo outfit. Interesting. I'm 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 pretty intrigued by this. Um as a as a reloader, you two Johnson, you don't do any reloading, do you? Not much. A little bit, but not much. Yeah. Um, so I I I'm in big into reloading, especially right now, but that's one thing that's been for the last fucking year and a half don't well coming on two years now as primers have been the number one culprit hardest thing to find um actually i was just having a conversation today there was somebody bitching online um and this is a pretty regular occurrence they'll see primers somewhere um and this particular outfit was selling them for 12 cents a primer which is fucking about three times uh, what it was when this whole debacle started um, but the sad thing is you can still load, you can still buy that 12 cent primer and still load ammunition for fucking well under what you can buy it for new, um, is the sad <clears throat> thing. Um, but I'm hoping that this, uh, that this primer manufacturer really, hopefully they don't get a lot of contracts right away with manufacturers, and they can push them out just as primers to the, to the, you know, to the public. Um, and I'll tell you what, I tell you what, when primers become readily available again, I am going to buy enough to last 
me and my fucking grandkids' lifetimes. <laughs> I got I got a decent amount, but before long, I'm gonna have an ungodly amount. One thing I'm wondering about though, the supply chain is the issue. So where are these guys gonna where what's their supply chain? If none of the other companies, I mean, they have the capabilities of manufacturing enough for everyone. They just can't get enough supplies well, for everything. So why would they be able to get what these other companies cannot? That's part of it. The supply chain is part of it. Um, the the I think the bigger problem is demand right now, because anytime anything goes on the shelf, it is bought immediately. There is nothing sitting on the shelves as far as primers goes. Uh, ammo is starting to, but just the demand has been so fucking insane. So I think the supply chain, yes, they're going to have a hard time a little bit. I still think they'll be able to get stuff, especially being they're an existing manufacturer of ammo already. You know, they're going to have connections. So I think you're right. They're, they're going to have some difficulties at first, but um, I, like I said, I think demand is a bigger part of the issue personally. I can see both sides of it. Cause I, I'm not real sure, but aren't a lot of the raw materials that are needed to produce primers aren't, I mean, that's coming from out of country, right? I'm not positive on that. It's it, it I don't really know what entails, I mean, you know, what the special concoction is that, that makes it go bang. I don't really, I don't really know for sure. Um, well, I would assume so. I mean, fuck pretty much everything does nowadays anyway. So, um, I'm not sure on that though. Cause I feel like, I mean, that's kind of your supply chain problem, right? It's not shipping it within the United States. That's not an issue. I mean, yeah, we're short on truck drivers and there, there is a little bit of an issue there, but I think it's realistically just getting raw materials is becoming the problem. And I think that is a major part of it. And I obviously demand is as well. I mean, people aren't keeping up, but I think the reason that the supply is so low that I can't keep up with the demand is due to a lack of raw material, you know, being readily available. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you know, yeah, that certainly has, has, uh, plays a big part in it too. Um, I seen a guy on uh, YouTube a while back, he was making his own, he was trying to make his own primers. That was, that was interesting. Like he made them, like he didn't take old primers. He was making these fucking things like from scratch. He was pressing them out of metal to get this actual shape. And then he was using, what the hell he was using like caps uh, for, you know, the powder inside of those for the, you know, the, for the explosive part. And he got a few to work. Um, but I I'd be interested to, sh I should look up and see what the actual manufacturing process of primers is, um, how, how, how insane it is, or, you know, I'm intrigued how, how difficult it would be with buying some tooling, how to make, how to make your own. I'm sure I've, I've never seen anybody else do it. I'm sure it's ridiculous, but. I'm betting be it would be fairly difficult. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. And I'm, it wouldn't be, that's not something that you're, you know, you want to fuck around with. You want the dang thing to go bang every time, but I, well, and when you want it to go bang, not when you're trying to make it. <laughs> there is that. 
<laughs> there is that. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got another listener. Hey, D- Dakota. Rum and Pepsi. Mm. Not bad. Not bad. I, I'm going to have to disagree there. Uh, with which Sorry. Part? Sorry. The rum or the Pepsi? Both, actually. More, more, so, more so the same boat. <laughs> more so the Pepsi. I used to drink yeah. rum all the time. That, that was like my first liquor was Captain Morgan. Oh, your first oh, liquor. Real I remember my stuff. first liquor. <laughs> I don't get it. You're sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, should we move on? Anything else to be said about primers? I'm excited. That's all I got to say about that. Do you guys um, I mean, do you guys think it's going to solve much? What box? Mm. Do you guys think this is going to solve much with the with the shortage of primers? I think it will help. Absolutely. I don't think it will. I don't think having a third manufacturer who's going to start up and be producing things is just going to magically solve everything. I don't think, you know, all of a sudden primers will just be back in stock everywhere, but I mean, it's definitely going to help. I mean, the more availability you have, the better off you are. Right. So if we can get some available, everybody who's dying to buy them, will get them bought and, you know, people will start to feel better about it if they're becoming more readily available and, you know, prices will come down because people will quit buying it the second it's available everywhere. And yeah. And it, it's, it's, it's weird a step though. in the right direction. It's weird though. Cause now every store, like I was in Shields the other day and every store that you go in is the ammo selection is fucking packed. Like, this is the, the days of a year, you know, a year ago, that was, you couldn't find jack shit. Now the shit is thick. Granted, it's more fucking expensive than you wanted to pay. But I did see like 34 cents, nine millimeter, which is fucking horrible still. But compared to a year ago, that's pretty damn good. Yeah. So primers have got to be right behind there, you would think. But did you say 34 I, cents? Yeah, I was like. I want to say I saw that at Shields, 30, 34 cents somewhere in that ballpark. Mm-hmm. Which that's that not, was that's what, not so bad. Well, you remember a year, two years ago, it was eight, you know, 17, 17 to 19. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's still it not that bad. I mean, hey, Mike, how's it going, man? Good to see you. Dakota says, Is that a joke? You saw the light on at my house. That's how you knew. knew- we were on. I don't you need better <laughs> curtains. I have all my all my blinds and curtains are pulled. You looking what, in my windows, light, Dakota? You can, you can still see lights on, even if the curtains are closed. Not really. It's pretty fucking dark in my house, man. This this light is the only light that's on. Mm-hmm. Must Rebuild. be able to must be able to see it through the. Just my blinds are open in. just a tiny bit at the bottom. Just a creep in. Mm. Oh, no, okay. I do think I do think the primers having one more manufacturer is obviously going to help. I mean, more is always better, right? I agree. I agree. Yep. Yes, sir. Okay. Who wants to tell us about uh, Aero Precision's new thing? Well, they actually had a couple of new things that were well. kind of interesting. At- yeah. shot um 
So the first thing, the thing that we're kind of looking at was this new uh, bolt gun. Um, basically, uh, a set, they called it the A700, which is a Remington 700 pattern action. Um, 60 degree bolt throw, replaceable bolt lugs. Um, action will be manufactured by Arrow, but they wanted to use the 700 pattern basically to take advantage of all the aftermarket support for that action. Um, and then it will be on their chassis. Um, there was something else that, that I found was pretty interesting. The, um, they use the Savage small shank barrel interface, which means basically you can swap barrels real easy. They're not like a press fit barrel. Um, and they'll have different bolt faces to accommodate your different barrels. So you can go anything from, you know, six creed more to a seven SOM, seven millimeter SOM which is kind of cool. So the, the caliber interchangeability is pretty good on it. Um, and then their chassis, it's basically a fully adjustable chassis, free floated chassis. Um, I have not seen whether or not this chassis is aluminum or polymer. I believe it is aluminum. It looks like aluminum to me. Yeah. And I really I hope guess. it is according to the pricing. So the only thing it, the, the back end of the chassis to me looks really nice as far as the adjustability it gives you being able to lock the length of pole, the comb height, and it's got an adjustable base on the stock too for your, um, like sandbag and stuff. But the thing that, that kind of sucks is, uh, they say the action will be less than a thousand dollars, which you would hope, you know, you can get a decent Remington 700 action for five, six, 700 bucks. Um, and then the chassis will be under 1100 for just the bare chassis itself. So 1099. So, exactly. <laughs> so it'll be 1099. Yeah. So I'm guessing if they're going to sell them as complete guns, they're probably going to be two grand. Roughly eighteen hundred to two thousand. I mean, that's not that um, much for what it is. I mean, it's it's not. You can can you build an aluminum chassis Remington seven hundred cheaper? Yes, but oh yeah, then you also have to know what the hell you're doing, and you know, yeah. um. So it's not it's not super cheap, but it's not outrage. I mean, it's not a. $8,000 SIG Spear either. So no. I'm kind of uh, glad it's not super cheap. I mean, if, it, well, if yeah. it was super cheap, then I'd be like, eh, sounds like Arrow is just yeah, trying to build it for some reason. Yeah. And I'm, I guess it's not surprising that they're kind of getting into this because I think this is becoming a more and more popular thing. And, you know, like all these PRS matches and stuff. Um, so, I mean, there's definitely money to be made in that market, in that space in the market. And I mean, they're taking advantage of it and they got ballistic advantages. There isn't that in-house with arrow isn't ballistic advantage and arrow company. 
I, that would be news to me if that's true. I don't know. I, yeah, I I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're together. I'm pretty sure they're one in the same company. They're just really, they're basically their sister companies. Yeah. Um, cause ballistic advantage is manufacturing the barrels for this, um, system and they're going to start with chamberings in three Oh eight and six and a half Creedmoor. Um, it's kind of when they're what they're going to introduce. Uh, they hope to start offering the new action, barreled action, and chassis in the fourth quarter of this year. They'll be start. They'll start by offering the parts separately, and likely offer complete rifle in the future. Um, the other thing that I think was cool was their their line of uh, suppressors that they announced. Yeah, I heard. I heard that when I watched. I watched. I mean, I watched one video about the bolt gun, and you mentioned it just mm-hmm. in passing. But I, that's. I was like, oh, yeah. That's, so that's they're so they've got this new bolt gun, and I think that's kind of that's the way these PRS matches are basically shot as a bolt gun with a can on it, right? I mean, that's pretty commonplace. Um, so I think it's really neat that they're introducing their line of suppressors the same time as they're kind of re- they're releasing this bolt gun, and they're offering three cans to start with. Um, they're all 30 cal cans. They, they say they're going to have direct threat options as well as several quick detach options. Um, so they, they're the Lahar L A H A R is the name of them. So there's the standard, the K and the L. So the standard, um, which is like 5.8 inches, the K is the short and 4.8 inches and the L is 7.3 inches. Um, they were the ones that they had at the shot show range day were prototypes. They were just bare stainless. Um, but they say they're going to be coated with high temp Cerakote for the production models. Um, MSRP hasn't been finalized, but they told, um, they were telling people that they should be under $900. Um, they say they sound pretty good. They're full auto rated can take cartridges up to 300 wind mag with no minimum barrel length. So, Cool. Seem to be pretty, pretty stout units. And if they're going to support cause it looks like they, from the photos that I've seen, um, they take the standard like inch and seven sixteenths fine thread on the back of the can, which basically everybody uses for their quick detach, um, adapters. Right. So that's kind of been like the standard thread pitch to put any kind of quick detach or thread adapter or something like that on them. So look like they should be kind of industry standard universal for mounting solutions, which is good. Yeah. It'll be good to have another, uh, I guess I shouldn't say just another, um, another, uh, offering, but it's, it'll be good to have one from arrow because arrow has proved themselves as quality shit. So it's nice that they're getting into like you were talking the bolt gun, but especially suppressors too. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of arrow and, and they're kind of the article that I was reading um, says, how'd he word it? He said something along the lines of uh, quality, something quality AR 15 rifles and parts at prices. Most gun owners can afford. And I, th- I think that's true. Obviously they're a little bit more expensive than like, 
fucking DPMS or, you know, the bottom mm-hmm. of the barrel shit, but there's a reason they're, they're quality shit. So I'm, I'm excited for, uh, for both those offerings. Yeah. I'm, and- I want, I will, I wonder if this will have any kind of effect on their quality control doing, having more offerings. I mean, I they imagine. have kind of slid over the years, not a lot, but it has gone down a little bit. So I wonder if there's going to be some growing pains with their quality control. I don't, I mean, I don't know how fucking growing a company works or how their quality and control that's, works. That's just a thought. It kind of depends too. I mean, is are they adding more employees to add a new line or is, I mean, you cannot, you, once you reach your production capacity, you're at capacity. So if you're adding a new item, you can't produce as many receiver sets, right? And they're already always out of stock on their receiver sets and builder kits and all that shit on their website anyway. So adding a new offering, you almost have to be adding personnel because it appears that they are already at their production capacity. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, that, that part is interesting to me because that's kind of the thing with arrow and PSA is they can't ever keep anything in stock. It's like, well, hire more people so you can make more shit. Well, yeah, but Arrow, most of the time, yeah, they're out of stock on their website, but fuck, you can find them everywhere else, you know, so they're, they're, they're shipping them to distributors and, and well, stuff. you can't, you can't buy, I guess I've never seen their like builder kits or anything available anywhere, but their website, you can get but, just like a stripped lower. Yeah. Right. They're not hardly touching those. Right. Right. But on the other side of it, as far as, um, I mean, it's not like suppressors. It's not like they sell like hotcakes. I mean, there's so much fucking red tape. That's not an item that you're just cranking out as fast as you can possibly. Right. No, the suppressors definitely wouldn't be the bolt guns. They'll sell a few. I mean, it's not like they're going to sell 200,000 of them next year. You know, it's not, they're not going to sell a metric ass load of these things, but to me, it's just when you, when you're constantly battling inventory, you know, keeping inventory or keeping up with demand of inventory, adding another thing is, I mean, yeah, you want to spark some interest back in your company because they haven't really done much new for quite a while, but can you support that new product line? Well, yeah. I and see two product lines on top of that, you know? I see what you're saying, but now you're sounding like the those guys that were pissed off about the the 30 super carry. Well, fuck, we can't keep ammo in stock now. What the hell are we doing innovating anything? You know, no, I'm not. I, I know I'm not I know that's not what you're saying. I'm just it just reminded me of that. And they're not innovating shit. They're building a Remington 700 and right. a can, you know. Right. It's just my concern is that, you know, a lot of people like arrow lowers. They're a good value lower receiver, you know, like box said, does their quality control go down or does their production numbers just go down by adding more offerings to their lineup would be my only concern. I think arrows a, a solid enough company. They take it. They've taken that into concern and uh, will adjust accordingly. I'm sure I think, but um, no, it's probably something they haven't about... thought on. 
Never even thought about it. <laughs> oh, shit. How are we going to do this? Uh, Sam, to touch on your comment about um, it's good to have another, but you're like, well, not just another offering, but from Arrow. And yeah. the, I think in the market space of suppressors, it's just better to have another offering. No. To get, make as many of these motherfuckers as possible, to normalize them as much as possible. I mean, that's, yeah, that's the only fighting chance that we have to get, to get rid of all the red tape is to make it as normal as possible. And yeah, what I I don't understand is I guess on the legal side of it, I don't, what I don't understand is how the UK you, it's just, you can't have guns. You can't even have pointy knives anymore, but if you're, hunting you're required to use a suppressor and here they're like this evil child slaughter 3000 attachment that you put on your gun well it doesn't it doesn't make any sense because the, the fucking gun law or gun control laws don't make any sense uh, like I think this- my biggest thing is i think they won't get rid of it because that's 200 dollars for each one they, you know, oh, that's exactly the loss exactly in revenue is the is. only, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Hundred fucking percent, absolutely. Um, it's just a money maker for them. And there, there, there always it just another aspect of it that doesn't make any sense is you got the suppressors, which you know elongate your guns significantly, make mm-hmm. it harder to conceal, but at the same time. You also have to pay to have short barreled rifles, which make it shorter. So it's like, right. so which is it? You're worried about them being short and too concealable or, you know, which was the opposite of what a suppressor does. It's like, what the, that doesn't make any sense. You know? Yeah, but now it's quiet and scary because nobody will know where yeah, you're right. shooting them from. Right. <laughs> Super quiet. But yeah. To your point, to your point, uh, is to make them normalize them as much as possible and, and get the red tape. The red tape ain't ever going away until there's a shooting war. There ain't no way in fuck that they would ever let that, ever ever let that go, unless there was violence. Well, violence or somehow there was such a wave, like the Democrats did something completely fucking stupid and pissed the, the entire country off. But even then, I don't feel like even if GOP was fully in power that they would do anything. No. Because they fucking had the chance to do whatever they wanted at the beginning of the Trump uh, the Trump uh, administration. And what they do? Diddly shit. They got rid of fucking bump stocks. That's what they did. Yeah. So, yeah. I, that was off, off topic, but we weren't bitching about the government, so I just had to throw that in there, you know. I was. We were going <laughs> to bitch about the government later. <laughs> oh right right sure <laughs> that's that's gonna be our timelines all screwed up <laughs> yeah god damn it <laughs> the government bitching was scheduled for 10 minutes from now gonna have to come up with some kind of introduction for bitching about the government <laughs> <laughs> well does anybody have any other thoughts on that not the government nope. the arrow precision thing i do not Looks like it looks like it'll be a pretty decent chassis. Probably a good entry level. Somebody just getting into PRS stuff. I think it'll be a 
user-friendly, budget-friendly, quick and easy way for guys to get into it. Yep. Yep. Which is kind of what Arrow Precision is all about. I will agree. Sam, what's this box unit? The not fully semi-auto, but non-semi-auto. Non, yeah. I put this on there. Innovative. I I put this on there because, well, it it pissed me off. Um, but at the same time, it's interesting to see how there's these bullshit laws, and somehow someone is going to find a way to work around them. <laughs> Every um, single time. So if you don't know what this is, they're calling this the non-semi-auto AR. So essentially what it is, is every time you fire the gun, it locks back. And then there is a, a, a paddle that you can press. Basically, it's a very, it looks like a, just like a bad lever, right, Johnson? I think it, I think it is a bad lever. That's just I think what it's it looks smaller like. than a bad lever. I'm pretty sure it's just a magnet. But yeah, it's, it's pretty lever. much. That's pretty yeah. much it, I think yeah. in the articles they even call it just a bad lever. Really? Right. And if you're not <laughs> familiar, if you're not familiar with what a bad lever is, it takes the bolt release, snakes it down inside of the trigger uh, guard. That way, when you you can just take your finger off the trigger and and hit that, and it drops the bolt. So essentially, it's a what bad this idea. Is, yeah essentially what this is every shot it locks back and you release it and it goes back into battery so technically according to the letter of the law until the the you know years down the road the atf says oh no this is this is not okay uh technically this is not semi-auto so this is a you can have a fully uh, uh all the features on an ar in every state it's 50 state legal because it's just a, essentially at this point a single shot you know, it's it's a bolt gun, essentially. Bolt action, to, yeah. To according to the law. Now, the the fact that the fact that we have even came here, that we're even here, like that anybody even had to fucking make this, um, speaks volumes to the ridiculousness of where we are in uh, America right now. This is. Uh, have you guys seen Juggernaut Tacticals Lower in California? Mm-hmm. You're, you're familiar with no. that Johnson essentially yeah. what they did they just added a fucking piece of metal in the trigger guard area so now the webbing of your hand is above above the, the accessible of the part of the trigger total total absolute complete fucking nonsense it does absolutely nothing but aesthetics and probably makes it a little bit more uncomfortable to shoot but that's where we are in the law by definition by yeah by the California definition it defeats the assault rifle classification right so So here here's my question um what you think it would be possible somehow to extend that bad lever even a little bit more so you could just play fucking you know play fiddle on this thing shoot it like a paintball use use this finger well yeah yeah essentially just use this finger to, to release it so you're just sitting here going like this the entire fucking time I mean, it's ridiculous. So to me, I look at this thing and all I see is, so usually there's the spring and the plunger that pushes up on the, or pushes out on the bottom of the 
bolt catch, right? To keep it from engaging. And then the follower from the magazine lifts it up and engages it. Right. So this looks like it's either fixed or has a spring in the opposite direction to keep it pulled in mm -hmm. until you overcome it with the bad lever. So my question is, can you just take the spring out and it runs like normal? I, you know, the, the, <laughs> like when I, the video, I saw this, they said the lower is not a standard lower, but maybe that's exactly what they meant. They flipped um, the, the pocket and the, for the spring and plunger on the opposite side of the pivot point of your bolt release. That's what it a, seems like to me. There's a very good possibility, but either way, either way, it could be easily convertible. And that's the same, but that's the same thing as those featureless grips. Like, you know, they got the big fin in the back that just, yeah, you like can literally slide it on abortion. and off of the fucking thing. Really? Yeah. Well, even if you couldn't, even if you couldn't, you take fucking 30 seconds, snake up an Allen wrench in there, put a real one on that you can readily buy in California, put a real, uh, you know, so I, I yeah. don't understand like the, the reasoning behind this, like this is okay, but you can't, you know, you can't bolt this on your rifle unless you're going on a murdering spree. And then, you know, you just do it to fuck you want. It's like, <laughs> so I don't know back as far as this, this thing goes, the Fox unit, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I, I just thank God that I don't live in such a fucked up state where, you know, this is, has to be an option for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a ridiculous idea. It's ridiculous, but it's, it's good to see people always getting around the laws, but it's fucking stupid. One thing I thought was kind of funny was their name. Fox unit. You know, it's, F you. yeah, just fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's their logo. It looks like, cause on this picture yeah, I'm looking here is F you. That's yeah. their logo. That's what yeah, it, that's, cool. that's what it's all about. Fuck clever, you. clever. Well, if they're really F you, they'd be building fully, fully semi-auto. <laughs> what, what is why, uh, the why word in that I don't know what that's fucking called. Not like Alpha, Charlie, Bravo. What is what is Y? Yankee. Yankee. Mm -hmm. it should be Fox Yankee then. <laughs> but I guess that that <laughs> fucks up. Yankee. Yeah, that that fucks up their their logo. Then I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh well, it's good enough with Fu. Well, I suppose that concludes the, the news segment of tonight's show. Oh, 50 minutes in. Have you guys seen... It's been going around lately. I thought it was bullshit. Just because of the, the photo that was going along with it. But there's been an article floating around. Uh, these This kid and his grandpa were out magnet fishing. And they pulled up a couple of fucking Barretts. Like <laughs> what? Yeah, <laughs> out by some reservoir or dam or something. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like a pretty popular place to go, but they pulled out two fucking Barrett fifties. They didn't. Both of them had the serial numbers filed off, and they didn't have their the barrels with them, and they're like wrapped in plastic and shit. <laughs> but they <laughs> pulled up two fucking Barrett fifties. God damn Boy, it! There's no shot. 
you just got to imagine what the fuck was going on with those two things. If they filed off the serial numbers and chucked them in a lake and through the barrels, they knew what to do if they were throwing the barrels out. Yeah. Yeah. What, uh, what politician in South America did they murder with those fuckers? I don't get why if you needed to get rid of them though, fucking melt them down or something. And so I'll just throw them in a garbage right. bag and throw them in this. I mean, it happens all the time now. You see it all the time. YouTuber founds gun. Why would you wrap them in plastic? They mentioned in the article that they were like, it's possible that they were coming back for these. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, a gun safe. I'm going to use a river <laughs> to store my firearms. Jesus. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. But they of course turned him in to 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 the to the law. Idiots. <laughs> I mean <laughs> of course I, mean, I love this cuz they're they're talking to uh they're talking to these people and they say they estimate he estimated the guns are worth about $10,000 each. Uh not so much anymore. They're worth zero dollars with the serial number scraped off and no barrels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, and have been stored in a and river. And have been in an ocean <laughs> for how long, you know? Oh, well, man. Depends how good the plastic around them held up. They Well, they said it only took them like a half an hour to, get, to remove all the corrosion on it. They just said they didn't look like they'd been in there very long. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I'd be really intrigued to find out what the hell uh, was connected to those guns that they wanted them. They wanted them gone that bad for. I would be I surprised that- if anybody is actually being killed with a fifty caliber in the United States. If there was somebody killed with that, the pool of murder suspects would be dramatically <laughs> narrowed down. That's that is quite true. Yeah, you you generally don't hear about a murder with a fifty cal. I mean, that's just usually it just doesn't happen. Hmm. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's intriguing. Like these were definitely used somewhere south of our borders for something. I would say so. I would say so. <laughs> But then they brought them like back Mexican here. Mexican drug cartels have enough money to just buy Barretts and huck them in the fucking. Oh wait, they do. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh look, another one of Hunter's guns. <laughs> <laughs> he just misplaced it. Just thrown in the trash. <laughs> well, should we move on to the uh, topic of the night? We shall. Hold on. Hold on. I have to I have to read the dumbest comment I have ever read on the internet anywhere, I do believe. This better be good. You're really building it up. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty bold statement. The FBI can still read the serial number if it's only been filed off. You have to use an arc welder to rearrange the metal so it can be read again probably stolen and someone got nervous and then somebody replies yep numbers are stamped in scratching obscures the number on the surface 
but a forensic tech can fairly easily pull the numbers off of guns with acid etching. I've heard that before, actually. Do, do you not know what an angle grinder is? <laughs> I will fully remove that fucking metal. I'm not rearranging shit. <laughs> Matt says in the comments, what in the AOC did he just say? <laughs> yeah. This guy says, I would have thrown him back and kept trying for a 20 millimeter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is, this is bad, dude. Cause like all the comments are really stupid. You can, the the guy who said he'd be trying, keep trying for a 20 millimeter. Somebody replied, you can legally own a 50 caliber round, but not 20 millimeter. Bitch, the fuck I can't. <laughs> well, what's the limit? What's the, what's the limit? At some point, they turn into destructive devices or some other shit rather than... I don't know. You can buy 37 millimeter shit. Yeah, but those are just... Generally, the ammo for those are just fucking poofy stuff that doesn't do anything. Well, the, the 20 millimeters... Thing. The 20 millimeter isn't going to be a high ex- uh, a high explosive round hmm. i guess i guess i don't know i haven't looked into it enough to know what the fuck i'm talking about so i'm pretty sure you can get 20 millimeter vulcan shit you know in case you want to shoot like i mean why wouldn't you a fucking woolly mammoth or something <laughs> or, you never you know, know when you're several. when you're gonna come across the woolly mammoth that needs off <laughs> you know yeah yeah gotta be you guys gotta be millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> good stuff. Looks like good, clean fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, I was blanking a little bit on a, on how I was going to introduce this, our main topic. Yeah, Matt, we agree. This stream is dead AF depressing yeah, shit fellas it's, it's it's been like that all night i don't know what the i don't know what's going on i'm gonna say it's the weather go get your friends matt i haven't even seen you around in here for a while you know what let's say acquaintances that might get us a few more results get, gather up your acquaintances <laughs> matt <laughs> not just your friends not yeah. just your friends I, we should be realistic i suppose <laughs> I'm going to blame Trump. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, main topic of the night. So I'm pretty sure most of us have heard of the ATF bullshit going on lately about um, that letter being released and them giving the go ahead and telling field offices to prepare to confiscate and the, all these forced reset triggers and all that shit. And mm-hmm. it was what a week ago, last week or something like that. Yeah. That shark coat, the gun, a gun store down in Florida posted on their Facebook page that one of their friends, another gun shop owner had been raided the day before by the ATF and all their triggers had been, all their forced reset triggers had been confiscated, $6,000 worth of triggers or whatever. But 
I haven't seen anything to actually confirm that. I mean, even that the the gun store that had supposedly been raided is called Ron and Joe's Firearms, something like that. I know it's Ron and Joe's, but and it's in Illinois. And they just continued posting on their Facebook wall as if nothing had ever happened, which maybe that's they'd had been advised by their lawyers to not do that. But anyways, there's I haven't seen anything to confirm that any gun shops have been raided up to this point anyways. And Sam texted us in the group chat the other day. And he was like, guys, what if this is just a ploy by the ATF to limit sales on these forced reset triggers? What if this is this letter was leaked intentionally or whatever to stop people from buying buying these tri- these triggers? And I kind of I can see that. I mean, I have a feeling that something fishy is going on with this with this. Yeah, as a retailer, do you want to? I mean, do you want to invest five ten thousand dollars on products that they could just come take at any given time, especially right. when they're threatening it? No, yeah. you're not going to want to you know, waste your money. So yeah. yeah, it could definitely be a scare tactic. I don't know. I could see this. There's some, something off is off with this whole fucking thing. Nothing's been confirmed. There's just been leaks. First, there was the John Crump thing. Mm-hmm. And he, he was like, Oh, it was my leak or my source lied to me or whatever. And then there was mm-hmm. this, Sam, what are your thoughts? This was your fuck. This was your idea. Well, the idea was put in my head by a YouTube channel that I watch, uh, Langley Langley Academy. Um, it's a it's a really good YouTube channel. He just tells. Are you, either are you familiar with it? Yeah. Nope. He just he just tells the facts how it is. You know, he doesn't do fear tactics and all this bullshit. But he he brought up that something just doesn't smell right about this. And I, and I got to thinking about it. And if you think about like the way that they've done shit in the past, like think about how they outlawed bump stocks. They didn't go and and raid places and take all the shit. They they had a rule that was made for years or it was months that they were working on this rule, the DOJ, you know, and they they this came down from the top. And then they basically just said, well, these are going to be illegal now that they, they didn't go and confiscate shit. And that's the same way that they're going to do shit with um, P80s and, and stuff like that. They were essentially just going to say, hey, these are illegal now. You can't fucking sell these. They're not they're not going to hit every place and confiscate them. So it doesn't make any sense that while there is a court case going on you know, over the over the legality of these things, that they would go anywhere and fucking start raiding places because that just opens them up to massive lawsuits if and when the you know the the pre, the lawsuit that is ongoing if that if they end up winning that um so maybe maybe they did hit this place in Illinois I don't know but like box was saying all the information is really sketchy the only thing i've ever seen is youtube's youtubers quoting other youtubers um, mm-hmm. nobody really knows jack shit there was people saying they were calling the company or calling that gun shop and and some of the people were saying well no we've never even sold those triggers supposedly and this is just hearsay from the internet who the hell knows but um if you go on their facebook there wasn't even anything on, on their facebook about selling these triggers in the first place i thought um, that uh, sorry to interrupt but i thought that too when i first went and looked there 
I didn't see anything, but I went back today to see if there had been any more updates on this. And there was a post on the 26th that they posted about selling rare breed triggers that I had missed before. So it's, it's, it's at least on their Facebook now. I don't know what happened, but I must've missed it. But even if that was the case, think about it. It makes more sense that one small mom and pop shop would be raided just to, so the, the ATF can be like, well, see, we're raiding people. Don't fuck around. We're going to raid you too. It makes more sense that they would do that once. But why would they choose this one mom and pop shop in fucking Illinois of all places? They're going to choose a place that either they're in cahoots with or just a small mom and pop place that doesn't have the fucking funds to get a lawyer and, and sue them and fight the ATF. Now, the reason why they would do something like this is put out this rumor, put out this bullshit, have a, have a leak here. And who's going to go online and buy a rare breed trigger? There ain't nobody that, that knows what's going on. That's going to go and put their credit card information in that website and, and get a trigger coming. I'm going to, as soon as they come out with that three position, fuck yeah, I'm all over that thing just to see how it works, you know? Um, but the average person is not going to do that. So that's going to cut down their, their uh, money that's coming into the company to be able to fight the ATF. I mean, does it, to me, this makes fucking perfect sense. And that letter was, this was last week already. And there ain't jack shit going on. There ain't nothing that anybody's heard. The company, the rare breed says, no, we ain't been raided. Absolutely nothing. You know, this, something stinks to high heaven. And I, maybe I'm way the fuck off base. And maybe tomorrow they're going to hit like 47 places and I'll look like a jackass, but something just ain't adding up here. Yeah. And I don't think they have any, I mean, they don't have any legal legs to stand on. No, they don't. Oh, that's, the that's, they never fucking do. It doesn't matter. Well, that's valid. But I'm saying as far as them rating rare breed themselves, you know, they're, they definitely are not, uh, definitely not going to step in that. I don't think because, no. you know, they're in an active lawsuit with them. They're not, yeah, we're going to raid you. No, I don't think you are. <laughs> right, right. But, and, and obviously they're not going to raid them, but wouldn't it make more sense to raid the manufacturer? Yeah. Rather than just mom and pop gun stores? Like, yeah. And like I said, every every time else this has happened, every every other time this has happened, like most notably with the bump stocks, they didn't raid anybody. Right. They just said, they just said, Hey, you can't fucking sell these anymore. This is what Mm -hmm. it is, you know? And it happened with like the Atkins accelerator and other shit, uh, before then other devices like this before then. Yep. I'm just thinking this is, this is too, it just doesn't, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah. They're definitely, Maybe, maybe we're way off base here, but. You got to admit, there's just something something off about this. We could be, I don't know, could be something completely different, but something just doesn't feel right to me. Yep, yep. And it's either drawing attention to that, you know, like trying to get them 
trying to get people, I don't know. Why would you want to get people riled up about it though? That's the thing. It's like, I don't know. According to the comments, according to Matt in the comments, it's a fucking distraction boys. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about what, but (laughs) the, the only thing they could really be distracting is trying to, you know, keep a bunch of focus on the force reset triggers while they quietly change the definition of frame receiver, stabilizing brace, do all that shit in the background. But that ain't until July though. Yeah. I don't know. I still think that it's, I think Sam's probably right. I, I think that they're probably trying to, basically just limit their sales, just trying to kind of keep people from buying, you know, if you scare people with legal action, if they buy them, people aren't going to buy them. Right. Right. And it's, if this, and if, if we're right about this, if this is the case, like really think of the ramifications here. We now have, we now have a government agency that's putting out, well, I guess the government puts out bullshit all the time. Um, But the ATF, have they, if this is true, have they ever, they're basically engaging in fucking, uh, what's the word? Uh, Warfare. Uh, If what's the word I'm trying to think of here, Johnson Um, propaganda and and informational warfare. obviously (laughs) Treason. Yes. But basically this just drives home my, my what i've always thought is the atf is feels like they're at war with the american public with the american gun owner yeah it's just yes and and let us not let us not forget also that it wasn't a year ago this was just months ago when they left 80 billion dollars worth of full auto weaponry and high-tech advanced weaponry to fucking the one of the most insane uh, terrorist organizations on the planet. And then they come back, they come back here and are talking about fucking kidding up and knocking down doors and, and raiding fucking small mom and pop shops for fucking triggers. You know, this just Matt, I I do not believe that the 1% less than, probably 0.1% of the population affected by forced reset triggers is what they're trying to take the heat off of Ukraine (laughs) and COVID with. You've lost your fucking mind, but (laughs) (laughs) um, it's, it's definitely a distraction for something in the gun industry and, you know, something that the ATF is trying to do with the second amendment and in the industry itself. Or maybe this is another possibility here. Maybe the ATF is just this big of a shit show where this they're actually serious about this and they're just this disorganized. I mean, there was they're fucking that air- inefficient. I yeah. mean, they are a government agency. They could just be that inefficient. I mean, there were errors all over in that in that letter, too. I think it stated they were going to start like in o- this next October or whatever. And then end on January 26th or something like that. They're this right. January, but their dates were off and shit. Well, I mean, if you got somebody like me running the fucking place, you're like, all right, well, we got to finish it like today. And then like we get to it like two or three months later. Right. You know, 
you know. <laughs> Two or three months. Don't give yourself too much credit, bud. <laughs> right. <laughs> Usually a year and two or three months. <laughs> Hey, how's that that uh, rail on your Taurus 1911 coming? <laughs> yeah, uh, I looked at it the other day. I got that going for me. <laughs> <laughs> looked at it as he walked past it or something? Or... No, I needed a spare part. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. It's just too, ever since this whole letter came out, like at first I was pretty concerned and now I'm, now I'm about 95% confident that it's just total and absolute horse shit. Um, that they're just trying to, they're just trying to scare people. Yep. Uh, I, I honestly, I truly believe that. And, and even if you look at, um, well, like the diversified machine debacle going on with, uh, solvent traps, they raided the fucking manufacturer. They raided diversified machine. They didn't raid, the gun shop selling it like even the letter doesn't even make any sense like they're 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 talking about raiding gun shops like have they ever done i i mean it, it just doesn't make any sense no but again <laughs> the atf doesn't really make any sense and wouldn't all of these i mean as a formality, wouldn't you send cease and desist letters to all of the gun shops that you suspected of having these anyway? I mean, isn't that what they generally do? Like, you would think if they what did they do? What did they do with bump stocks for all these gun shops that sold bump stocks when they said those were illegal? They didn't go to the gun shops and take them all. They probably sent cease and desist letters to ones that they knew had them. I don't know. Saying you can't sell these. I mean, that's. I know they went to. I, I'm pretty sure they went to Slidefire and confiscated those. I think. Uh, I remember something about them Bumpstock. destroying pallets of them somewhere. Right. Yeah, they went and 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 they took them from the manufacturer, but I don't think they ever, they ever went and rounded them up from from dealers that I that I am aware of. Because that must, just doesn't uh, make any sense. They must need money. For some reason, the cartel wants wants these forced reset triggers, so the ATF has to go steal a bunch of them <laughs> and sell them back to the cartel. No, they're already giving the or cartel give fully them. out of shit. Yeah, give them to them. Yeah, pretty much. So, yeah, and, and my, my luck, they'll start raiding people tomorrow and we'll be totally proven wrong in this, but I just don't see that happen. I, I, no, I don't either. What's the better scenario for us? Would you rather this is this is all a ploy to limit sales, or yes, they're just putting off fucking actual raids? I don't think they're going to raid people. I I don't because that's not how they generally operate. Um, I honestly think that they know whoever's in charge there is a little out there. <laughs> I think that they know that they're on their heels with this because according to the letter of the law and, and, and it is a fucking loophole, hundred fucking percent, like not, I wouldn't say it's a loophole, but it doesn't, if you follow the letter of the law, any judge cannot. Hey man, they also tried to ban shoestrings, you know? I mean, yeah. 
but I think maybe they know that they're fucking they're beat on this and they can't according unless Congress does something unless our the way the government is is built they give the power to the ATF to enforce these laws. But if the letter of the law says one thing, but they don't give them, yeah, it lets them enforce them. It doesn't let them write them or change them. Right. So legally, and that was, but that was the same way on fucking bump stocks, the bump stock, according to the letter of the fucking law is not a machine gun either, but they don't fucking care. But that got overturned. There has been, yes, several times in different, uh, different, um courts um but yeah i think they they know they're beating they're just fucking swinging for whatever they can you know whatever they can hit and and this was this was the thing that came up hey how about we start a rumor that says we're gonna fucking go after these things and they won't sell anymore i would bet you the day that letter came out rare breed's sales went Mm -hmm. i almost guarantee it i see it online already almost like immediately people asking about them and then uh people other people would comment and be like not the best time to buy these man fuck that yeah it is best time to buy them <laughs> yeah. i don't know if i'd go that far <laughs> but, and too like i wonder if rare breed's still going to come out with that three position Oh fuck yeah! They just they announced that days before. I they'll, mm-hmm. they'll come out with it, but they ain't gonna sell deadly shit unless they come out with some way to discreetly sell those. You buy them with fucking crypto or some shit and ship them to your mom's house. I don't know. <laughs> How would you ship them? That's awful. Uh, yeah, sweet. Well, Throw I'm mom saying, under the bus, you fucking dirtbag. <laughs> I'm saying ship them to somewhere else, you know, a fucking UPS, UPS uh, mailbox or some shit. And I, I don't know. I don't know how you'd even fucking go about doing that. A UPS mailbox? Yeah, you can buy UPS boxes. Huh. Did not know that. Mm-hmm. But, yep, it's all bullshit. I'm calling it now. It's bullshit. Uh, uh, Matt in the comments says, holy knock on wood. And also, <laughs> is this fun just reading my messages? Yes, Matt, I am appreciating it because at least someone is in the comments yelling at us. Yeah. He also says, fuck book is, is screening you guys hardcore. They are. We've had one listener the fucking quite a while now. And I'm, I'm pretty sure they're, they're hosing us here. They don't, they don't like what we're saying. Really, we've had one listener. Well, for the we had it was, you know, higher than that for quite a while. But for the last, I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes, we've had one. I think it's just Matt. Yeah, they're 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 fucking putting a putting a fuck down to us. Mm. Well, that's just depressing. Yeah. Here, I thought we were having a good episode. Then no, hey, nobody's watching you guys. Fuck. <laughs> well, they'll to listen to fair. us later. Don't worry. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I like to we put hope. things about I like to put things about the ATF and other shit that Facebook and YouTube doesn't like in the description, so they probably won't hear it later. I wonder how much of a how much of a um effect that has on what your description has about who they show it to. Because you got ARs a couple times, ATF 
in the description, arrow precision. I wonder if they, if they screen that and put it out to less people. Of course they do. Fuckers. Mm, fascism. But if you just watch on our <laughs> website, you don't have that issue. Matt you can go says, to lifeshortlivefree.com and you don't have to deal with any of this fucking censorship bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure I saw a pair of tits on there earlier. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> Not a joke, guys. Go check it out. Lifeshortlivefree.com. <laughs> Shut up, Johnson. <laughs> Great. Now I'm going to have to go post my tits on our website just so I'm not lying. <laughs> I could already see Sam clicking. He was like, where's my, I got a bookmark for that. Where? <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Matt says he can't t- talk too much trash. He applied for my FFL dude. I'm on fucking live Facebook every goddamn other week telling the ATF to go fuck themselves. I'm pretty sure you're going to be oh, no. literally anytime <laughs> I say anything bad enough, you're like, Oh, I should probably, I should probably edit that out. I'm not going to. Pussy. <laughs> you know I don't. You know I don't. <laughs> it's more of I a... Was, so I was actually waiting for it this week because I started saying some kind of gnarly shit and you were like, oh, I'm editing that out. And I was waiting for you because I was just going to voice over right over top of the exact shit that I said. <laughs> <laughs> just put it right back on there. <laughs> With a big old caption. Sam tried to edit this out, but fuck him. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. Nope, nope. We're on a mission, folks. I bitch at Facebook enough. I'm not going to fucking edit you, Johnson. (laughs) Well, uh, I guess that's it. (laughs) I don't have much else to say. Does anyone else have much else to say? No, I pretty much got my thoughts out. I think we, uh, we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. Yeah cool stuff nice awful news well or lies yeah what yep we covered what we covered we covered cool new stuff and bad stuff and then i was like well i don't know if it's bad stuff it could just be all lies Mm. well it's certainly not good stuff it's definitely not good stuff i suppose (laughs) suppose you're probably correct maybe that's gonna how that's how i'm gonna start doing the intro tonight we're going to be talking about some good stuff some less good stuff and some bad stuff (laughs) (laughs) and also some stuff we're not sure about (laughs) there you go i I like it i might actually start doing that (laughs) okay well uh, oh shoot (laughs) i suppose that's the show thanks for stopping by matt uh, be sure to listen to our entire catalog of podcasts on most major podcast providers and also on our website. If you enjoy what we do and want to help support the show, check out our Subscribestar page for exclusive content and other benefits. If you want to get more involved with the community, join our forum over at lifeshortlivefree.com. If you aren't aware, Gears and Beers is streamed live every Wednesday every other Wednesday night at 8.30 Central Time on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and our website. And we would love for you to come get in in on the conversation. Check out our sponsors, Shyworks at Shyworks.com and Facebook, and also Ballistic Imagery at BallisticImagery.com and Facebook. And that's all, folks.
That's all we have for you tonight. Once again, thank you for stopping by. We'll see you in two weeks. Sam, take it away. Yep. Thanks for hanging out, Matt. Appreciate it. Everybody listen to the listen to the podcast after the fact. Appreciate you making it to the end. Um, and we'll, we will be back in two weeks. And until then, remember, life short, live free. God bless. God bless the United States of America. And defund the ATF. Repeal the NFA. Grow food. Become ungovernable. Drink whiskey. <laughs> <laughs>